listening to the newest episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life with your host, Kim Over. Hi, this is Kim, and I want to welcome you to today's 14th episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life with guest Jeanette Schneider. I am so excited to introduce my audience to Jeanette. She and I have become fast friends based on our common love of choice theory. Jeanette has her own company called Live Media. Live is spelled L-I-V because it's actually an acronym for Love is Viral. And it was born during a conversation Jeanette had with her daughter Olivia before school drop-off. Jeanette was telling her daughter, I wanted to name my company after one of my babies, either Live to honor my daughter Olivia, or Lore after the title of the book I wrote. Olivia would have none of that. I don't know if I like the idea of you naming a company after me, but could Live stand for something? You believe that people should love themselves and each other. It's a media company, so you want things to go viral. What if it stood for Love is Viral? Could you make love go viral? Jeanette has shared that Olivia will likely be named CMO in the future. After 23 years in finance, Jeanette Schneider hung up her executive title and retired from a highly successful career to take the big leap into the life of an entrepreneur. She is now the president and CEO of Live Media Inc., as well as an author, speaker, and the host of the podcast, Gold, with Jeanette Schneider. Jeanette's first book, Lore, Harnessing Your Past to Create Your Future, was released in September of 2018. She has been featured in Thrive Global, Mind Body Green, Elite Daily Bustle, Authority Magazine, Mantra Magazine, Life Equals Choices, Choices Equals Life, and others. She lives in Las Vegas with her partner, Lewis, and their two daughters. Jeanette, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. Well, with the recent developments with coronavirus, COVID-19, and all of the social isolation people have been going through, I really wanted to bring you on to talk about your Pocket Coach Live app. If you could share with us some of what your vision is, what you developed this for, and maybe how you're using it during this time of crisis. Absolutely. I think what's funny is if you look back as to the purpose behind it, I really wanted to create a, a space where people could find inspiration for uh, to make it accessible, but also make it affordable. And that was the original plan. I felt like, you know, I have this great network, this great platform. How do we make self-development approachable for a generation that is looking for leaders when you have so many of the old school self-development folks speaking to the baby boomers, they're getting older, the message isn't as relevant right now. So I wanted to speak to the generation, the millennial and the Gen Z generation and provide them with some access. COVID-19 has created quite a pivot for so many of us. And while so many people are sharing, you know, this is the, the best time for your platform. People need this more than ever. We kind of had to come together as a team and say, okay, well, how do we pivot? Because we were in the process of, of putting up our paywall and we wanted to make sure that we were speaking to the hearts and souls and minds of folks on a real-time basis. So we have decided to create a free version of the app that will remain free so people have access to meditations, some visualizations, 
some thought leadership around mindset so that they're really kind of managing what's going on right now. And then separate and apart from that, we've also um, created live streams at 2 p.m. Pacific time every single day on the Love is Viral Facebook page where those coaches who are providing insight are being interviewed or I'm interviewing them in order to kind of provide some practical application today. Because I think when you look at self-development, it's all well and good. But like even our career coach, he's like, I'm trying to talk to people about how they can reinvent themselves right now and use this as a pause to understand. But so many people aren't ready for that. They're really trying to understand what their day-to-day life looks like. So we're utilizing this live platform to provide support in the present time, as well as to guide folks to some of the content that's relevant I very thankfully created a home studio before this happened. So we still have the ability to create content and we just have had to be a little bit more nimble and thoughtful in the way we create and get it to the right editors and get it loaded to the app. But if anything, I feel like this is what not only provides support and guidance to people, but it's proving our resilience as not only a company, but as a human race. Absolutely. It's so interesting because you'll see people reaching out and helping others and running errands for people and people volunteering to do things for others. It's just really heartwarming. And there's another side, a darker side that I don't like to focus on. I like to look at the good in this because there is a balance. You can find the terrible things and you can find the great things. And how do you want to spend your time? Absolutely. And we were talking about that on one of the live streams yesterday. You should absolutely provide yourself with information. You absolutely should understand what's happening so that you can make really great present choices, but then you kind of have to shut it down. You really need to be your own advocate for your own mental health and making sure that you are looking for the helpers. You are looking for the good in others. You are looking for ways that you can build yourself up in this time of of self-isolation. We're learning things about ourselves in each moment. I'm in the house with two children that I'm homeschooling. I'm learning how to manage that. And I didn't even think about the fact that there's so many people who are alone right now and facing severe loneliness. It's learning how we're going to manage individually throughout this process and being our own kind of guardian of our thoughts, our minds, and our spirit. Right. I think it often comes down to looking at what can you control. We certainly can't control the virus. We can control our exposure to a degree. So that's where you want to stay forewarned and understand what's happening. I love your idea about shutting things down because I know that I allow myself 30 minutes to hear current events. Mm -hmm. If you don't catch it in that 30 minutes, it's remarkable because they're repeating things over and over and over again. So if you look for just the highlights of the day, you're going to get everything that you need. And then you can focus on what will be fulfilling in your life during the day. What can you do, whether you're alone or with friends? I have friends who are alone, but they're introverts, and they're actually enjoying their time alone. Mm -hmm. And then others, I'm an extrovert, and being alone as an extrovert is very challenging for me, but it also gives me new empathy for my introverted friends who put themselves out there in social gatherings, and it's challenging for them. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really a big learning time, I think, for a lot of us. Yeah, I I appreciate that too, because I think if anything, it's showing us what compassion looks like at a very base level, if you're open to it. 
right? And I think, you know, we have a lot of memes about culture and ways of looking at each other and cracking jokes. And some of these memes are really funny. And I've had people get super offended, like, hey, I don't think that this is funny. We need to take this seriously. And I think it's offering grace and compassion, realizing everyone deals with these situations differently, right? You could be an extrovert that's struggling right now, who now has more compassion for an introvert. You could be an introvert who's, who's working through this, but has fear about something else. You could be dealing with this with humor and trying to find light in it so that you don't crack. And you could be dealing with this in all seriousness. So I think that this is an opportunity for us to really step forward and learn compassion and the, I think it's a gift of offering others grace to be where they are in this situation, as opposed to pointing fingers and to kind of add to your point, in that 30 minutes of current events, you're going to find out everything you want. If you go past that, what I've noticed is I'll watch a press conference from the White House, from the World Health Organization, from my local state leaders. I don't need to watch more than that because then what happens is all of the folks who want to troll them and argue and create these horrible storylines, they all pop up, right? And that's when you kind of end in this spiral. So I think it's it's really being aware of your own mindset, but also how you're viewing and showing compassion for your fellow neighbor. Right. I also wonder how people are getting along with the people that they love that they're cooped up with. This experience is a lot like grief. It can bring people together. It can tear people apart. Everybody manages it differently. So what's it like for you at home? It's kind of funny. I've noticed that having structure has been incredibly helpful. And with the girls doing homeschool, they asked for structure. And it's made them much more responsible. I cannot believe I have two children who want to do chores because it's on a schedule. If they were home after school and I asked them to do chores, I would have rolling eyes. Right now, they're like, okay, it's chore time is at noon, so this is what we do. So we've actually managed in a lot of ways. We also are providing a meditation and intention setting block of time in the morning so that I can get the girls kind of calm and prepared. And we're talking about really positive words today they said I just really want to have a good day and I want to connect with my friends with zoom I want to do this I want to do that so I'm even helping them be aware what I will say as far as romantic relationships my partner and I I feel like we're doing a great job but you can also feel the stress between us right there's the stress because there's a lot of uncertainty right now and I wish I could say that it's we're like oh we've got this but you can feel that we're definitely jumping in and doing the things that we need to do to support my partner is considered essential, so he is working right now. I do not like that. Right. Um, it probably brings me more stress because I am worried for him. I don't like him being away for the day. But what I will say is that I'm trying to find moments of gratitude where he and I can connect. And yes, we do need to say, okay, what's the plan? How are we going to handle this? What kind of food do we have? What do we need? How are we being responsible? But also, like, I know this sounds funny, but the 20-second hug, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. They say that if you hug someone chest to chest for 20 seconds or more, it actually helps calm your parasympathetic nervous system. Yes. So we have been, yeah, we have been enacting the 20 second hug this morning. He looked like the world had fallen as he is preparing to leave for work. And I was just like, I need a 20 second hug from you right now. And it provides just a little bit of support and connection when the words are failing and kind of calms us both down and brings about that kind of energetic feeling of love when sometimes the words aren't enough. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, and I just want to underscore that if you're going to do that at home. It's so great, and it's about touching hearts. And a lot of times when we hug, we do our right side to right side, and we miss that heart connection. So be deliberate about hugging heart to heart. I wasn't told 20 seconds. I was told three deep breaths. Mm. It's really nice to breathe together and to hold one another and just be in that moment. It's beautiful. We've done that with the kids, too. My daughter's really funny because I'll be like, do you need a 20-second hug? She's like, can we make it 60? <laughs> I'm like, yes, absolutely. We can do a whole, whole minute hug. I'm down. <laughs> That's beautiful. Are there other things that you are doing to manage the stress? I will say that the live stream has absolutely helped me because I get to put myself in a light of service. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, this morning I went for a walk. That was very helpful. I made sure that during my walk I was praying, I was communing, I was looking at nature. And what's really interesting is I am a person of faith, even though that's not part of my platform. But I walk past a, a Catholic church every morning when I go on my walk and they have a garden that's full of benches, the seven stations of the cross. And even though I'm not Catholic, I find a little bit of light in that, some semblance of grounding. And so just having those touch points in the morning has been incredibly helpful. The ability to be of service and to be a voice in times of concern, even though I'm concerned, even though I have my own questions, my own concerns, my own uncertainty, I don't think anyone could pretend that they don't right now. No matter how woke or spiritually aware you are, there is a level of uncertainty. And so I would recommend that folks find ways to be of service to others because when you're in that space, I'm not taking calls, I'm not reading emails, I'm not looking at the news for a good hour and a half to two hours of my day as I plan for the live streams, as I interview the folks, and then as I provide the support and the write-ups so that we can get those videos out there in the world. I'm in a place of grace and I'm in a place of service that I think is really helping me from like an emotional perspective. I find that's really true. When you reach out to help someone else, even when you're in dire straits yourself, it just provides that boost or that lift that helps you get through the next few hours. It's really nice. The other thing that I thought was really helpful is a couple of times when I have felt really down is I've just picked a couple of people from my contact list that I care about and just said, hey, I just want to check in. How are you doing? How are things? Sending you some love. Here's a quote. Here's a whatever. And just that act as well has also kind of reframed things because then they respond and you have this kind of little love bomb through text and yeah. they don't need to know that it was because you were, you were kind of um, reeling. It's more just that act of connection I think is so valuable. Yeah, I was reflecting on years ago how my mom would often get on the phone and she'd talk to a friend for an hour at a time and think nothing of it. And we've kind of stopped that in this day and age of text messaging. So I too have been reaching out to people either through text or sometimes an actual phone call. You know, I almost forgot how to do that without the text first. Hey, is this a good time? It's right. It's a good time now because most of us are either reeling or recovering from reeling. We're not really as intentional in our work as we were before this happened. So it's a good time to reach out to people. Absolutely. And I love technology. You know, owning a media and software company is fascinating because I'm just watching how technology is creating that connection when we don't have the physical ability to do it. I've always said when people are like, oh, technology is the worst. I'm like, no, technology is neutral. 
it's a net neutral force that can be used for good. And in this situation, we are absolutely using it effectively, whether it's because people are in our app and consuming our content or because they are creating Zoom happy hours and Zoom calls. And I have even watched my daughter's mental health improve because for the first week, her teachers were not doing Zoom calls. They were just, you know, sending her emails and they started doing Zoom calls with all the kids where they can see each other's faces. And I just see her own level of mental health and emotional stability has increased because of that connection through those Zoom calls that they've been hosting. Absolutely. It meets that need we all have for connection. And mm -hmm. I think that's a great thing. I've started my own Zoom happy hour on Fridays, and I put it out on Facebook for people who just want to connect. You could be home alone, or maybe you're just missing some social time, but you can come, and if you see somebody on there that you want to spend some time with, you can just message them on Zoom and ask mm -hmm. them if they want to have a private call or whatever. It, it's been working really nice. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I did it for me, right? Because mm -hmm. I want the connection. But if I can help other people at the same time, that's the beautiful thing. I'm personally an introvert, so being at home has not hindered me in any way. I'm very resourceful. I think it's those tried and true things that I miss in my life, like going to the gym and going shopping and doing those things that get me out of the house and breathing some fresh air and, and finding ways to, to implement that in our little <laughs> confined area. Yeah, one of the things that I like to help people think about is gratitude. And I know that that may sound like what's to be grateful for, right? This is challenging and you may not be ready to think about gratitude, but I know that after my husband died, I spent a lot of Valentine's days feeling pretty sorry for myself, two or three after he died. Valentine's Day was the worst because, you know, everybody's talking about take the one you love, buy the one you love, go here with the one you love. And, and I felt like I don't have anybody that loves me. And mm -hmm. on the third or fourth Valentine's Day, I don't remember which it was, I decided that I was going to write thank you notes to all the people who helped me raise my two sons after my husband died. And the list went on and on and on. I mean, I wrote thank you notes to teachers and school principals and coaches and family members and friends and I was busy the whole day doing thank you notes. And by the end of the day, my heart was so full and I felt loved in a way that I hadn't felt since my husband died. So the benefits were tremendous for me. But then I never even anticipated the benefits for the recipients of the notes, but I heard from a lot of them how much it meant to them. So I think mm -hmm. that when we have this time, if you're ready, and believe me, I, like I said, I took a couple of years, I wasn't ready right away. But if you're ready and you want to think about focusing your attention on what you can still do, not on what you can't, and on what you have, not on what you don't. So maybe you don't have toilet paper, but you have facial tissue, or you have newspaper that you didn't recycle, or whatever it is that you need. Focus on the things that you have rather than you don't, what you can do, not what you can't, and see if that doesn't help at least lift your mood a bit. I think that's so incredibly valuable. And I think what we find is when you reach out from a place of connection, I truly believe there's an energetic exchange. It's so incredibly valuable for your, for your mental and emotional health. But gratitude, and we've, we've talked about this for years, how gratitude assists with your brain chemistry, truly. And 
I believe what I've seen is that there are a lot of people steeped in fear, but out of that, they also recognize the things that they should be grateful for and that are more important. So I have a little more faith in the human condition, I think, than you would see reflected in social media feeds, right? When you're, you're looking at trolls or whatever. Because a lot of people have said, last week I thought it was important that I had pedicures, right? And last week I was like, oh my God, you can't see me without my brows done. And this week you're like, I'm just thankful I've got brows. <laughs> like, let them grow. I was joking. I was like, you know, I, I have my hair done every six weeks. And I'm like, you guys are about to see this beautiful platinum streak of wisdom that's growing in my hairline. And I can't wait to show you because <laughs> I can grow that, right? So I think it's kind of using humor and gratitude to reset yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think we have a choice. You know I'm big on choice theory, but we always sure. have a choice. We have a choice about what we think about. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, sure, there's going to be thoughts that come in that you don't get to control, that you didn't ask to come into your head. But you can take control and think of something different. And that's where the gratitude thoughts come in. It's impossible. I really think it's humanly impossible to hold gratitude and fear, gratitude and sadness, gratitude and anger at the same time. You just can't. Yeah. So I love like that. To, I like to spend a lot of time in gratitude when I can, and I've been thinking about that. I'm wondering, um, Jeanette, if you could just share with us a little bit more about your Live Pocket Coach and what people can expect from that. You're doing some free stuff. You mentioned that. What, what will they get with the free stuff and what would they get if they upgraded? What is, what is that speaking to for people? Absolutely. So the, the pocket coach itself, the free version, of course, I feel like meditation is so incredibly valuable. So we'll likely keep those free on an ongoing basis because I think that that's such a grounding and important part of all of our lives. We've curated content that we feel will be incredibly valuable during this time, especially around mindset. And as you know, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Glasser's work and choice theory. So anything that kind of helps people from that perspective, we're trying to be very conscientious. We did have push notifications that we had planned that were like, hey, celebrate this week and everything you've accomplished. What do you want to tackle next week? And we immediately canceled all of those because right. we recognize like that's not thoughtful and, and comes off a little crass and naive right now. Um, so we've had to do some big pivots as far as that's concerned. We want to have a more engaged experience. We do have a premium offering. The premium offering gives you full access to our full content gallery. We have hundreds of talks, challenges, visualizations, and even an interview series that uh, we've created that's going to be launching shortly where I'm interviewing people in specific areas. So we did, I think, over 10 interviews on love and how to really walk through becoming a person of value, understanding how your old stories are damaging bringing in and calling in the love that you desire, how to deal with heartbreak. And then, you know, we're looking at doing another series on, on mindset, but I've been so caught up on, on the live streams lately that that's kind of taken a back seat. The other great thing about the premium is that you can be part of our circles, which is chat functionality. And we're upgrading it now because of what's happening so that we can provide more support in the community. So you can be in chat groups that have to do with things that are on your mind. You can invite people into chat groups to work on goals together. And it's a way to build an online community completely around self-development and trying to be better than you were yesterday. 
And then we also have a premium plus offering and that is all of the content, all of the chat, all of the goal setting, but also if you would like an accountability coach to provide you with a monthly plan, they will deliver it over the phone once a month. And I think at a time like this to have someone provide you some perspective in an accessible and affordable format is really valuable. We have done some pivoting because of what's happening, but we still recognize where our strengths lie. So figuring out ways to better package them for people uh, based on what's happening. Well, I really love that you have tailored some of your content to deal with the relevancy of this pandemic in our country and around the world. I really want to thank you for that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And I wanted to ask you if you could let our listeners know how they could get in contact with you and also if you have any last things you'd like to share. Yeah, absolutely. So I have multiple platforms. Um, Beloved's Viral Facebook page right now has all of the live streams and is a great community uh, to be connected. Download Live Pocket Coach for Apple. We are moving into Android shortly, but right now we're just on Apple. You can submit any type of queries for questions or content you'd like to see at dearlive at loveisviral.com. And then our Instagram is either loveisviral.media or you can find me at ms.janetteschneider. As far as final thoughts, the only thing that I can offer is just... As I reflect on what's happening, one one of the things that has become more apparent to me than anything is how deeply we are all connected. And I think if we lean into that and we find ways to connect, inspire, and manage our mindset, we're not only going to come out of this far more powerful and resilient, but I really believe that this is going to be a paradigm shift for the way we do business and the way we, we work together. And I know this sounds maybe strange right now, but I'm actually excited for what change is possible based on what we've learned through this pandemic. I'm with you on that. Thank you so much, Jeanette. It was great having you here and I'd love to have you back again. Oh, of course. I love talking to you. So whatever I can do to be of support. All right, great. Thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and that you'll tune in next week when we're going to talk about self-discovery coaching. Who am I and who would I like to become? Talk with you then. This has been another thought-provoking episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life. To listen to past episodes, please visit our website at www therelationshipcenter.biz forward slash podcast and remember to subscribe.